best conversations are the ones we have with you. Call us on 0891-104-207. Tweet at SAFM Radio or SMS 34701. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. SAFM Sports Special with John Kereka. Your sporting information center. South Africa is a water-scarce country with highly variable rainfall. Climate change has worsened our weather patterns with many parts of South Africa experiencing drought. We call upon Team South Africa to play its part in saving water. This is brought to you by the Department of Water and Sanitation. John Ferreca on SAFM. I'm sitting in studio in Johannesburg and in front of me is a massive trophy. And this is a huge trophy. It's SA Sports Awards Administrator of the Year. I'm going to take a picture quickly. There we go. Picture taken. Because in front of me is Virginia Mabasso, Development Coordinator at Rowing South Africa. She's just won the award for Administrator of the Year at the SA Sports Awards. Mabasso, congratulations. Uh, Virginia, congratulations to you. Thank you, Jan, and thank you for having me. What is Rowing South Africa doing? It seems as if things are just working. And it, I guess it started the Olympic Games, sort of came out of nowhere. And now suddenly everybody knows about rowing. Yeah, um, I think as a federation we have adhered to all the uh, recommendations or either um, expectations from the Department of Sports and Rec and SASCOC mm-hmm. to transform our code to grow, um, to deliver medals and to grow our elite team. So hence the, 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 the qualification now at World Championships for next year's mm-hmm. Olympics. So mm-hmm. as a federation from development up to um, um, elite rowing, we have been working very hard. So much to talk about. Let's start at the beginning. When I say rowing, is that... Uh, kayaking like the doozy or is it just the one where you go backwards it's just the one that you go backwards okay <laughs> so it's it's in a straight line over varying distance from 500 to what's it 2,000 meters 2,000 meters they do yes. long ones. It's a, okay and you go backwards and there's two singles pairs fours coxes all those Quads things right? and, yeah. okay so that's rowing South Africa that's rowing in oh, South Africa okay what is just out of the curiosity what does the paddling belong to is that something else yeah that's um, something else canoeing Okay, yeah. canoeing and kayaking yeah. and all those things. So yeah. you're the one that goes backwards. How many people actually do canoe or, or rowing then? Um, right now, registered rowers, we are about uh, 3,500. Sure. Okay. Um, with the development crew, that is about 2,600 now. Mm-hmm. So in total, mm-hmm. we're looking at about um, 5,000 hours. So talk us through this development. It's not a cheap sport. The boats aren't cheap. The equipment is certainly not cheap. So how do you get all that to work? Um, in 2010, when the National Sports Plan was ratified, we, as, as Rowan South Africa, we were challenged that we don't have water facilities in most of the provinces. And for us to drive mass participation, we needed a tool that we needed to use to deliver that. So indoor rowing, um, which is what we use, mm-hmm. the rowing machine that you find at Virgin Active Planet okay. Fitness. Yeah. yeah, so that's the machine that we use because the same stroke on the rowing machine is the same stroke on the boat. The difference is that when you go to your catch, you on the boat you open your, your hands mm-hmm. and on the ego you go straight. Right, so yeah. that's the only difference in the fact that the machine it does not move and in the boat obviously because you're in the water you're going you're gonna to be moving as well. so we use the indoor rowing machines which we supply to all the schools um, mm-hmm. in all the provinces so that's how we've been driving mass participation and we've, it, it was possible to, to deliver transformation how do you tell if somebody is a good rower or, or not 
We set targets for all the rowers. Uh, if it's schools, competitions, provincials, national camp, two SA champ- championships, there are targets that are set. There's a ladder that is built for both um, development rowers as well as um, um, water rowing um, um, athletes. So they have to deliver um, certain time scores, and once they qualified, there is a selection process that uh, policy that we adhere to, and all the rowers adhere to. So they are selected based on on the performance as well and meeting all the requirements as per our selection policy. Okay, so if I want to take a break today, I see, okay, I'm a man, I'm 40 odd years old, I've got to set this, this is the speed I should be getting if I go to Virgin Act. Yes. Right, yes. That, that kind of idea. Yeah, that kind of idea. Okay, I'm obviously not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get into the sport? And an administrator of the sport. Yeah, um, I could say maybe it was by default. <laughs> <laughs> In 20, 2007, they had a, an administration slash accounts officer opened, and I applied for it and got the job. Mm-hmm. Went there, I had no clue what rowing was, to be honest. Um, when I got there, rowing has its own language. It's it's boat classes, cock classes, you know, quads and this and that. For me, it was like being opened to a whole new world altogether. And it made no sense to me until I attended a regatta. Mm. Um, got there, was a little bit lost. You can hear there's control commission, there's regatta control, and there's um, judge official. You know, so it was like a whole lot of new things exposed to me. Mm. And I started attending the regattas every weekend. I went there, started reading the rules of racing. I understood the game and understood how it works, and um, did some bit of officiating there. Um, you know, um, checking ID cards, the small things that we started with, because every crew that goes onto the boat onto the the water, they must be checked whether it's the right crew that has been entered, they've been weighed as coxes and all that. Mm. So um, eventually I fell in love with the game. So in 2010, when um, the National Sports Plan now came into, into uh, when it was ratified that all national federations must transform their code and with rowing, then we indoor rowing was a tool and I was given the opportunity to run the program, so that's how I got involved. And Have you set targets? For your development? Yes, we have. Um, targets for 2017 is to see um, boats, two boats, into rowing as a championships. Okay. Because right now what we do, we run national camps, which we introduce them to water rowing mm-hmm. when they come to, to camps. So they will come to an area where there's water facility and um, boats and coaches as well. Two, sorry, two boats seems like very small. That's how it many people? It's four people. Um, yes, it or is four people. people. Four we, people. We, yeah, four okay. people. We say two boats because we don't want to to make un, um, unrealistic promises. And with the development program, the way we've been running it, we didn't want to start something that we couldn't sustain. Mm. So we're saying two boats because it takes a lot of money to bring them into uh, areas where there's water facilities and coaching. So there's a lot of coaching that needs to happen. So by saying two boats, we're saying it is realistic and it is possible that they can even row competitively at the ASA Championships, not just doing it for the sake of color mm. or for the sake of just tr- saying it's a transformation thing. So we want the rowers to enjoy it. We, ro- we want the rowers to succeed. So we don't want to set our rowers up for failure. So hence we say two, and we know that it's realistic and it's um, attainable. Right, so those are, uh, those will be national competitors. Yes. They're, they're not just there, here's our development team, look how well we're doing. No, and it comes no, to no. no. Right. So our targets are, are, are set <coughs> as per the same standards as the water rowing uh, standards are, mm. um, as per SA um, um, schools rowing website. So 
all the rowers adhere to those. So it's not because of the development that we set a different yeah. targets that it's easier for them. No, we push them so hard so that at least they can have a career out of this later on. Where are our water facilities? You keep talking about those, that there aren't enough water facilities around. Um, currently, we've got Rodeplat, which is our national um, rowing course yeah. in Pretoria. And we have Alfred's, we have um, Buffalo in Eastern Cape, we have um, in Western Cape, we row by the harbour. So in the major provinces, Gauteng, Eastern Cape, KZN, and Western Cape, those that that's where all our rowing facilities are. In Gauteng, where we usually run our camps, it's either at VLC, um, at Jimiston Lake, or either at Wemapen. So in Gauteng, those are the three rowing facilities that we have. Are there aims for more? Is that part of your job? Not really part of my job, but um, we were in a process of building our own course, which was going to take us a lot of millions to do so. Oh. So without that funding, we had to put that project on hold. But the facilities commission within Rosa's structure, um, it is um, working on that one. So that is part of their focus. It's a thrilling sport to watch on television. You know, the only time you really see it is at the Olympic Games or at the yeah. Commonwealth Games or something, and they got, they got the cameras on the... on the. the it's, it's difficult though for public to, to watch it, or, or is it easy? You just sit at the finish and I guess you see the boats come towards you. Um, at Olympics you would see that there is spectators stands side by side mm. um, which you are able to see and it's projected on big screens. Okay. So locally what we do um, as well though we don't have um, spectators or stands or screens to be projected on our local uh, parents and, and, and spectators would use binoculars to actually <laughs> see, <laughs> see from the start up until the finish. But for indoor rowing, what is interesting is that we use a software, which is the venue rowing software, mm -hmm. which it is easier for people to, 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 to be part of the game. We project it on the, on the wall. All the machines are connected onto the computer running through the, uh, the software. Mm -hmm. So everybody that is, because the rower themselves, they can see on their screen what is happening, but everybody else can get interested in, 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 and create that hype by looking at what is happening on the screen because as they pull the little boats will be moving okay. on, the, on the screen so it's going to be like a water how how it's projected to the Olympic on the screen mm -hmm. so on our indoor rowing when we project it, it it comes out like that as well and we are able to use internet um, rowing connection mm -hmm. which I can row from Gauteng with a person against a person that it's from Eastern Cape so it's a row pro software that we buy so we, we connect on the internet so there's no limit in terms of competition so we run actually a provincial Sure. challenge through the, the internet it sounds like indoor rowing is almost like T20 cricket it's, it's something that's, that's easily accessible anybody can do it doesn't matter and as you told me you can be anywhere Definitely. And it's easy to watch as well. Yes, definitely. It's easy. Um, I, I mean, I can roll from home. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as you submit the scores. And then what we do actually on provincials is that each province will be rowing on their own. We will connect and then we, we command the scores and then we check who's the fastest and that and then the progression to, to national camps and national championships. You mentioned that change uh, and it, you say it's quite easy, but is it is it easy to go from an indoor rower, which like you said, is it, it's something anybody can do, but then suddenly you've got to balance and those boats are so narrow and it's, there, there must be some sort of technical aspect to that or getting into the water. I think the only challenge is to learn how to balance the boat and to feel safe on the water. Right. I think that's the only challenge because, you know, um, most of the rural areas, there are no pools, there are rivers are not safe, so a lot of kids are not actually jumping onto the river like it used to be before mm. and they don't have pool access. So 
what we make sure of when they get here is that we give them life jackets to ensure safety, that they're not going to drown or anything. And we have a coach that is going to be following them on a coaching boat that is going to be directing them, do this, do that, do yeah. this, and do okay. that. But there are kids that already that have been doing it for so long, um, they just get on, jump on the boat and off they go by themselves. Nice. So, yeah. What does winning SA Sports Award Administrator of the Year mean to you? Sure. Um, it means a lot. It says to me the work that I've been doing all these years has been acknowledged, though it has been acknowledged a long time ago because the program has continuously been funded by the Department of Sports. Mm. And um, for winning this award, to me, it says, well done, continue to do more. So give out more of your time to, mm. to the communities. Yeah. Are you supported, A, by, I mean, obviously you supported, as you said, financially, but uh, what you're doing, are, are the rowing clubs getting involved as well? Because it's, if you, part of that is developments. You must be able to have people go to clubs and take part. Yes. Um, what we do is that with the local rowing um, clubs is that if we're running a camp, we would have a club that would say, we'll come in and assist you to, to run the camp by providing boats either or coaches that will, will come and row and, and, and support. Either when we're running SA Championships, the officials which are um, assigned to run um, SA Championships will come and assist us and in, in, into running the, the process. So we are getting a lot of support from the rowing structures mm. everywhere. So if we want to have a camp in Island, and we know that uh, um, uh, Eastern Cape Rowing Association will actually partner with us and actually assist us into running the camp, making sure that everything um, camp-wise goes well. So we are supported. I'm having a look at your calendar, and it looks everything's finished for the year. Is that right now? Yes, we are now off season. Yeah, we will start again in January. So why do you row in the middle of winter? I oh, know you don't. We don't row really. in the middle of winter <laughs> because it's too cold. In, in winter, we do our international participation, so that will be the um, senior teams that will be travelling. I didn't know you have a university's boat race. Yes, we do. It's like the university boat race on the Thames. Yes. Same sort of thing. Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. When, when does that happen? Um, it started a long time ago, and the nice thing is September. that yeah, universities now um, are, are growing in the rowing as well as a sport within mm. um, the user structures, so that as well will we'll reach out to more because some universities as well they don't have water facilities mm. but through indoor rowing they're able to to address. I mean we've got varsity football varsity rugby, uh, mm. hockey now and obviously as you say it's been going but it's you get that same sort of vibe going it could be yeah. quite fun. Yeah it is very fun it is very fun because we do get a lot of varsities participating mm. and it's, it's, it's been amazing. I'm just imagining music festivals and tents and some rowers <laughs> so that's, that's what I would go with. Yeah that would, I mean music um, actually makes young people to to, to, to to be happy, to go out and that and if you have music in such an event you know that um, the event will be very much uh, fun throughout the day. I want to talk about the, the, the there were a couple of other awards that went out and uh, what was it, the St. John's Junior Men's Pair, James Mitchell Daniel Carter School Team of the Year category yes. as well. So it, it's it's not just you, it's rowing as a general seems to be doing extremely well. Yes we are we are, we are really really doing very very well. Um, we had our national coach Roger that was nominated as well mm-hmm. we had one of the development schools which are part of the rowing program Paisani High yeah. that were nominated as well, and we have the the, the pay women pay uh, lightweight. Oh, they Kirsten yeah. McCann and yes. Publer, yeah. So I think as a code, we have grown so much. We are doing quite well. Um, I mean, we've qualified so many boats now for 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 Olympics as compared to to 2012. Mm. So as a code, I think we we are really really doing well, and the communities that actually out there are, have embraced the code very 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 well. We are getting support from provincial structures as well. Everybody moans about funding, these smaller sports, and I think that's the most important question here is where are you finding the money and how are you managing to do it if you're not? 
Um, that is the biggest challenge because um, we, we are mainly dependent on the sports and recreation allocation that we get. And Lotto now has now started to say, yes, 50% of the allocation goes to transformation and development, sure. which is spread across the indoor rowing development as well as water junior clubs yeah. rowing development. So that has actually assisted us so much. But we still have um, a challenge in terms of fully funding the coaches' fees. Without coaches, development program won't succeed. Um, we have involved the communities. How we run is that we would appoint two people from each community that we go to. Per school, there will be two coaches from the community as a source of like um, creating employment or either involving the community to take ownership of the program wherever it is. Those coaches come in and work um, on a monthly basis and they get a monthly stipend. So it's not enough. Mm. Um, and if there's someone listening there with <laughs> a lot of money, <laughs> I'd love my coaches to be fully funded. When you say a lot of money, what's it, a million bucks, 10 million rand, 100 um, million rand? I mean, it's, we, we, we would need about 2 million to fund the coaches. And sure. we're talking about 48 coaches now. Okay. Yeah. And yet you're still sending people to the Olympic Games. Yes, we are. And you are going, hey? They're not going to pull a SA no. hockey story no, when you, no, you, you, no. you're going to go to the Olympics. <laughs> we are going. Okay. Virginia, thanks very much for popping in. Congratulations on your award. And we're going to post pictures of this on our Facebooks and Twitters and things, so don't go away.